Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Last of Us Podcast, episode 25. And I am joined by Patreon legend, Andy Smallwood. How are you, mate? Oh, are you all right? Yes, I'm, I'm good, thank you. Uh, let me, let me to... continue, go continue that applause. There you go. You can hear that, right? <laughs> yeah, getting fun, getting getting down with the soundbite action, mate. But yeah, how does the uh, day find you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm good. It's uh, eleven in the morning here, so it's a, it's a good time. I'm, I like my weird camera blur. It's working really nice. I love it. An old childhood toy. Right? My daughter's toy just sat perfectly sort of like a crown. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's great. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you, you, well, you, I think you might be able to tilt and I think you should be good. But otherwise, mate, uh, let me tell you, folks, just about let me let me big up my mate here. Um, so Andy, he joins. He tells me about some of your super worthwhile work that you do. And I won't say anything without your say, but let me just say, you're in a field that's really worthwhile and like actually helps people. So you can dive into that if I were to prompt you or I can tell people and continue this like sugar talking, which I kind of want to keep doing because you're kind of amazing, buddy. So. Um, but yeah, do you want to share what you do with the world? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I work in flood risk management. So my main job is to try and help protect people from flooding to, to be build up people's flood resilience and do schemes that will eventually stop places flooding is is the aim or reduce flooding we don't we don't stop it but uh that that's a that's that's a, that's a lofty goal it, it works out you know the day-to-day -day is never quite as exciting as it sounds mm -hmm. but um i'm not rushing out to you know places that are underwater or anything like that but uh it's um but we it's would good. have believed you if you said that we would have said look you could have just created this whole myth and maybe i'll even i'll 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 uh commandeer the narrative and say look he's being humble guys what he does he dives into these like flooded houses, he saves drowning kittens. That's that's what you do. Like, so you don't have that'd to be, be that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah let's go with that. I'm, I'm like uh, I'm like the British Baywatch, but with uh, floods. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are, dude. <laughs> that is okay. We're just spinning this off now. You think it, you joined? You thought it was folks, led people tuning in? No, this is not the Last of Us podcast. This is the British Baywatch podcast not the british bake-off podcast the british baywatch podcast and yes it is all about diving into flooded homes and saving kittens um in very dreary weather i love it yes yeah well that's the key isn't it i mean it's um it is actually raining today it's not been raining that much recently but yes it, you know, it's, not, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not britain without rain and gray weather so yeah. some of my favorite weather mum's from from britain so so i have a particular fondness for the for the climate uh, to be super on the nose, will you join me in November on the Ardman podcast to talk about Chicken Run 2? That's the real question. Uh, Possibly could, uh, yeah. Yeah. And that is when... Yeah, 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 we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, that's what I like to call no ads on the network, but just admin. We just talk about the other shows we have on the network. But yeah, mate, uh, going go off, as they say, go off King, joining the Topic Network as... Uh, as like yeah a legend so shouts out again more applause <laughs> because uh as and and also thank you for you know i had some stuff on my end you had some stuff on your end with like organizing this chat but uh yeah there you are right there andrew smallwood right at the tip top of the legend tier and um 
it's going to be a fun year. Do you, I'm, are you getting a vibe from this year of like this distant mountain of Dune and Aquaman? We, we've got some fun stuff on the way. Succession, Severance, if you're into that. Like, it's going to be a fun one, don't you think? Yeah, it should be good. I'm really, um, I've had, you know, I've got two young kids. So it's been, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've got my job and with COVID, it's been a really weird few years of feeling disconnected from everything. But the good thing is that the best thing about The Last of Us really is it's really, Seems to have really re-engaged me into, oh yeah, watching 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 shows and watching TV is actually fun, and it doesn't all have to be kids TV. It's great. <laughs> right. That and the House of Dragon of House of the Dragon as well was another one that was that's around this year, which was. We have to dive into that, you and I, because uh, I'm planning on um some. This was before we had instated the deep dives thing, because now we have after shows and deep dives. So we just did after shows for the recent House of the Dragon, but I would so love leading up to once. How about this? Pod pod promise. Once they announce the season, like when season two is coming out, how about you and I? We'll just sort out. We'll figure it out with scheduling. This actually works. So if this works as a thing for you, like oh yo yeah. Wednesdays, let's jump on. We'll talk about some House of the Dragon. And actually, that segues me to you joining uh, mid cycle. Right, what we're doing here is um, we have the after shows, we have the deep dives, but this is a special, um, not just again to to riff and we're we're doing things with scheduling but i love uh this opportunity to kind of come in right before a series ends which is always interesting in terms of predictions i don't know have you played the game do you know the how it goes the story okay all right in that case i can i can drop the facade you know know how it's gonna go but but by that same token i want to say you know we've had a lot of surprises in terms of execution, differences, variations, um, what are your vibes as we approach? And that's why I called it endings and beginnings. You know, it's a bit relevant to the last episode where it was about her needing to end that life with Riley and begin her life without Riley. Um, what do you think in terms of these next few chapters and how Bella has in, has established herself as as Ellie and how Pedro has established himself as um, as Joel? Like they're very they're they're different riffs on their game counterparts, but what do you reckon going into the end of the season? You know, I mean, I, I can't really say anything that's not already been said by everybody about how amazing it's yeah. been and how like you, it, you, it, you'll be surprised. I think it's you've got the, some from so you know it is the perfect example of how you, you you adapt something from a game. We've had a lot of game adaptions in the past that have been you know, yeah. at best okay you know at worst halo uh <laughs> maybe a few of us as well um i um different the, kind the of most anyway. the most important thing for me when you adapt something is, is more important than anything is the atmosphere i think if, for me it's you've got to capture the emotion and the the feelings that you had when you played that game so i came into the last playing the last of us quite late i played the last of us only probably about two three years ago um mm. It was one of those games that I've always wanted, I wanted to play, but I never, I never had the had the chance to play it. And somebody gifted me a PlayStation Four. They updated theirs and said, "Here, here's a PS Four." So, oh, great! That would, you know, <laughs> that was my chance. So, um, and you know, I absolutely love the game. It went straight to the top of the list of games that I, um, yeah, my top games of all time, which is a list that changes. Every day, every week, depending on my mood, but um, this always stays there. This has always stayed at the top, you know. But uh, yeah, I think so far they've executed everything 
almost perfectly. I mean, um, considering the time that they've got and the, and the notes that they've needed to hit, I think they've hit everything absolutely right. bang on, really. And I really like, and I do like the subtle changes from the games. You know, I think that really adds detail. And I think Bella, mm, Bella. I like Bella more as I, 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 I almost, I'd almost say I'd like Bella more as Ellie than I did Ellie from the game. I just love it's so. She's just she adds such an amazing dimension, and I think this last episode with um with the uh, sorry left behind with Riley, yeah, exactly, yeah, with Riley, and I um it's in her eyes, her eye, her expression yeah. in her eyes is just amazing. You can and and Pedro as well. That's what Pedro does amazingly well. You know, he's got quite a stony face. He's got quite. He can have yeah, obviously, brilliant Joel. He's got quite an emotionless face a lot of the time but his expression is all in the eyes it's just perfect and i think um one of my favorite moments with with pedro was in episode two where tess says save who you can save and you can see he's, if you i've rewatched the episodes quite recently he doesn't his face his doesn't face his, his expression, his expression doesn't change, change but his but um, his, um his, eyes, his eyes tell you everything that's going on in his head in that moment I'm just bringing up yeah. some um, some visuals for you here. With uh, infected is episode two, and um, and and it's funny. Like that's that one still gets. I mean, there's so many so many episodes that like they still resonate with me. But uh, but just knowing that he's carrying forward Tess's dying wish. That's another thing which was so beautifully communicated in um, yeah in 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 this telling. Uh, not that, yeah, and, and just Pedro has really accessed something. He's gone to a certain space with this uh, with this role, mm. which I mean, j- just coming off fresh off of Mandalorian. I'll, let me tell you, it is it is completely chalk and cheese. Like, uh, I mean, this is real. You know, one one is again, many people would just tell you straight up, like, yeah, Mando, it's 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 a Saturday morning cartoon film, live action, totally. This is some performance right here. So, Mark from fellow. Patreon legend hails to you has chimed in with a uh, good morning and um, let's I'll give you an applause but I'll also give you a, a, a shock sound effect because <gasps> because <laughs> Mark is just an alarming individual in general oh you can actually see it damn it I should have I let I let I left and let the sausage be revealed you don't want that there you go let's do it properly Thank you, thank you, Mark. See, I imagined you in a big, a big studio with this huge soundboard nah, set up. How I let it, I let that's it. Forget what you just saw. Okay, this is the man. <laughs> ignore the man behind the curtain. In There's fact, no, everyone, uh, just, you know, say no again. Illusion on my side. You can see my daughter's old. Yeah. This is, I mean, my my office. This is my my big sort of uh, glamorous oh. job that I do. And my office is my daughter's old nursery. So yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> uh, but here's, here's the thing. Andrew, as we both go along with what we're growing and building and stuff, uh, he, and Albert says this, and then Andrew jumps off a week later. No, I'm kidding. But I honestly think by the end of this year, because you already have a vibe to you of like you, you I don't, have you done podcasting before? Like, nope, never, no, never. Well, you it's already so far, just with some really keen insights, and I think you found i think there's there always ends up being a reason why people find their way to just joining on a show and stuff just to make that leap a lot of people won't do it i've reached out to people like musicians people you'd think who would love to just maybe have that public thing and but it's always a an indicator it's like 
I think this person could really, and that's all that podcasting is just catching up. It's a natural thing you want to do after watching something is to talk about it. I think you're really good at it. And I think by December, here's my pod promise or pod prediction. Uh, by when we're discussing Dune, you'll have kitted out uh, your, uh, um, your, uh, your daughter's office and it'll be this like this pod center, this kind of, yeah, it'll be really interesting. I think it'll, it'll be fun. Cool. I mean, yeah, it's um, funny enough. I mean, I joined I joined this uh, I joined the Patreon just on the back of listening to a couple of episodes because oh, um, for me, I right. just really love hearing real talk. I love, you know, I mean, uh, there's only two podcasts I listen to that are related to The Last of Us, and that's this one and the official one, you know, for obvious no. reasons why you listen to the official podcast. I mean, I literally, I've, I don't think there's been an episode yet where I've finished the episode and just put the headset on and gone straight into the podcast afterwards. I just think it, Dude. it's such a perfect accompaniment. And um, You're talking about the official one, we're, we're, right? That's what you're talking about, the yeah. official. With, exactly. Uh, Neil and... Uh, Neil and, and Craig, so good. And I'm very honored to be named even in any proximity to those. But Craig, especially, you know, Ray, my fiance and I talk about how he's on a quest of bringing grief back to like, ev like households worldwide. He, he, he's like, he's a grief crafter. He knows how to bring genuine, like sinewy, visceral feeling into the hearts of audiences. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, um, so yeah, I mean, I obviously I know him from um, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, which is yeah. another in absolutely incredible piece of. Yeah. You know, you just get excited as soon as you hear uh, hear that. I like. I think HBO just gets you excited when you when you know that HBO have got something. So, um, yeah. but yeah, I joined this. I, I just I just really like the vibe of the conversation, and I like that people can talk about different things and i like and, and that because as i said that's the most important thing for me and i think that's why the last was really um catches catches people and, and it's memorable it's because of the emotion and it's because of the, the feeling that you get and how well it's crafted i mean you know there's not many games where you you spend time just to be able to just live as that person for a little bit you know um something about the humanity hi huh, andrew that's, yeah. that's it exactly yeah and that that's what that's what that's what makes all of the episodes great and it's um the set pieces sometimes with the infected are amazing but it's those quieter character moments that really make it and uh, exactly that that one in particular the uh oh this one so cold open, yeah with in jakarta so was impactful. i uh, i want to no, you go ahead. And I was just, I was just pointing out we're up to 793 photos here. So the photo book grows. So I'm, I'm looking forward to going through these with you, but yeah, go ahead, Andrew. I mean, yeah, the, um, that cold open was so good. And I even just like, even just little things in it, like the, the, the juxtaposition, because normally in, in, in shows, when you have a, a scientist and the military, it's the military that are in charge and it's the scientist, the one that's trying to do good and save everybody. And it's all about, you know, we need to, we need to find a cure and the military just want to go in and, but that was flipped, and you saw the panic in the guy's face when she told him mm -hmm. to start bombing. My God, that and that seems like, and for you, like you and I both, like a, a real standout moment. And I think maybe even by bringing up these images, if because uh, this is, yeah, this is, um, uh, and you'll be joining us for all of season two and three, I'm sure. But this is Andy's, like, because I. I, as soon as Andrew joined the Patreon, I was like, oh man, I aggressively wish I could travel back in time and bring you along for each of the after shows, oh, deep dives. Oh, yeah. Right? 
Oh, I've really wanted to. Yeah, right from the start, yeah. I've, I've, I've listened to them and I've, I've, I've wanted to. And I think from episode three onwards, I've been. It's just not lined up. Annoyingly, it's just it's so good, dude. Uh, it's so good. You've inspired me, though. I want to create a space for everyone to be able to join, no matter what time zone. So, um, and the thing is, I'm happy to have like I'll come up with whatever um, synonym. Like, there's a deep dive and an after show, and I'll go. I'll uh, I'll go breakdowns. Yeah, I'll do breakdowns. So there's like these three dedicated podcasts afterwards. As long as I can get you involved, man, because uh, you know, and folks, we're talking to a Walking Deadite right here. You are a big Walking Dead guy, I believe, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I love obviously the Walking Dead was. I, I love zombie. Zombie yeah. sort of fiction has always really fascinated me, and The Walking Dead was such a great one. And I've, I've watched it right through to the end, to, to the bitter end almost. And uh, um, I've read a lot of the comics as well, um, and the accompanying series. I think it's just, you know, there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot that people can say about The Walking Dead, and it clear and it gets a lot of um, a lot of sort of. Uh, negative said about it a lot of which are, are justified but i still think as a you know it, 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 as a piece of fiction you know the piece of work it's it's brilliant and the acting and the actors in it you know it's got some real acting chops in that show so oh, um, and it is interesting actually because by the end of um by the time the walking dead finishes they're not too dissimilar in times i think they're about 10 12 years into the apocalypse whereas obviously this is set 20 um, mm. but the, 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 the vibe is completely different you know it, this is just um, yeah. just completely it's, different it, 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 it's really interesting when you when you talk about the juxtaposition between the two because again as nuts as it sounds i do at some point plan that's why it's going to take my whole life, Andrew. But I do plan on going through literally every single episode of The Walking Dead. This is when we're sort of we're, we're building things up now. And, and that, by definition, means like there's certain conversations happening right now. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I have to talk about Mando. Can't be talking about Reign of Fire now. No, sir. Although I do can't. I, I really can't wait to talk about on the Reign of Fire podcast that may talk about poker post-apocalypse, like such a niche cult thing. But I've long Fire. wanted to. You don't do you know about Rain of Fire with um oh my god, we're about to have a moment together. Yeah, Rain <laughs> of Fire back in two thousand and two, right? It is That's a, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale. Dude. How old was I? It would have been uh, I was about sixteen at that point. I actually I remember the first time, the first I, ever time I ever saw anything saw... about Rain of Fire I was on a trip with my mum to we went to visit London. And, uh, the, and I was on the underground, and these and the posters for the film were everywhere. And I mean, obviously, the film is slightly different to the poster. The posters, uh, I think, the poster, although the poster is amazing, the poster does the film injustice, really, because I think if I think I think it was part of the problem and why it got such mixed reviews because the, the film doesn't the, the no, poster yeah. doesn't represent the film. The film itself is pretty cool. It's without, yeah. Um, but you know, you I went into it expecting to see these great big fights between sort of Apaches mm. and, uh, and and dragons, and it was something I different. Yeah, I'll never not love this movie, Andrew. Do you understand? I'm going to ride or die this movie. It's so good. It's just a favorite. Can I come over to the? Because I have to watch it in the country where it was filmed. I obviously, I'm just I'm self inviting myself to your house. I'll just rock up. We'll watch Rain of Fire. Is that cool? <laughs> I can, is that cool? Yeah, that'd be cool. 
I think. Uh, oh man, I love it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Speaking of um, interesting uh, kind of fusions of uh, you know, because this is again what Rain of Fire and Last of Us. If we're gonna try and you know ramshackle a segue back, just duct tape a segue back to Last of Us, but um. They both have of in the title. No, I'm kidding. No, they take one thing, Andrew, and they they tweak it. And suddenly, you know, Rainified did this with dragons. Like, no, this was an evolutionary thing that happened. It's not zombies. In fact, I don't know if there could have even been an argument like, no, don't call them dragons. They're just like something else. They ended up conceding to that. But with Last of Us, there's something super intriguing about the idea of like, oh, we didn't know about this dormant thing. And now it's taking over, you know? Yeah. And um, I, we, I do plan on, in fact, you're going to teach me a lot, I feel, with uh, Romero, you know. Uh, uh, I think a lot of um, The Last of Us's sort of horror DNA comes from that, I think. And surprisingly, I think that there's going to be some, we talked about it a whole bunch on recent episodes. Maybe you heard like the Jurassic Park discussions about just swap clickers out for, for raptors and you have that similar level of, of tension whenever there's an infected and when they're in that mall, right. Uh, I mean, again, you're all caught up with episodes, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when they were in that mall, I kept thinking like when I was a kid in malls, I would always have an escape plan for stuff like this. Can you tell me like when you, right. You would just, you would, you would. Yes. Assort, yeah. Go ahead. Tell me the story. Absolutely. No, no. Yeah. No. Um, I think I still do. I think it's still something it's that my brain, and even more so now, because what's weird is when when I was younger, it was a cool thing. You know, every yeah, is going to survive in America. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to be yeah, 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 yeah. now. It's, now um, it's um, mm. more of a more of a panicky panic because I've got kids and like, oh yeah, I realize well. That's I'm not, not, not. I'm not probably not going to get very far if if the last of a sort of infection happened. I'm. I don't know, man. Screwed, you got the, beard. Uh, the beard's the beard's pretty intimidating, and Perry made beard, it. Yeah, yeah, the Joel beard. That's what yeah. Need. It's uh, I'm intimidated. I've been intimidated since we started speaking, frankly. So. Oh no, I'm, I'm not. Yes, there's nothing really intimidated about me, but um, I just don't know what you could be hiding in it. That's the main thing. I have a fear. What, what's in there? I just what I'm hiding know. is my complete lack of chin. You see, man. But you look at the pictures oh, of me. Now, let me tell you about this guy. As I was doing your thumbnail, I was like, dude, look at Mr. LinkedIn over here. I'll just zoom in. Cho, that's that we're recording this right now. That's it. Look at this guy killing it. I was was not expecting the bit that we'll, we'll segue back, but I always like doing this. We're recording this right Check now. This out. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I'm so, I'm, dude, Andrew, I'm such an old man. Why am I so impressed by this? Anyway, so. Dude, um, now I have to ask you. These are the these are the standard questions. Unless I didn't mean to interrupt. If you had something else you wanted to riff there, but I've got like like a dozen or so questions just about how you felt about the series to this point. And yeah. um, was there anything else you wanted to wrap up, or can I jump into those? No, go for it. No, go for it. That's All right. Fine. Okay. Um, but before that, for a bit of fun, I'll just play this, even though it's not really. It's not really a zombie nation, but. Clicker. Clicker nation. You don't remember, you don't remember zombie nation, that song, right? I do, no. yeah. No, I'm on, I can. Yeah. Very good. All right. 
I'm glad that we had that like shared <laughs> together. Legion of Comics, as a kid, I'm sure any escape plan is way more advantageous than capable. Yeah. Yeah. I had a thing where when I was in a mall, I'm like, okay, if a raptor comes around the corner, I know I'm going to go into, and I would point to that vent. I'm like, that's where I'm going to hang out. Because I knew on some level, if I can get above them, then I'd be safe. Yeah. Yeah. That so was like, my. Yeah. My, and my yeah. level of like, in my head, my level of prepping is kind of a lot like, it's like Bill, just without the. Yeah. Uh, what, I, what I really need is the bunker. Um, yeah. Uh, that'd be great. I've got a, but, um, Okay. It's interesting, though, isn't it? Because, like, you know, uh, this is one thing I really love. It's all, uh, pretty much all zombie fiction or sort of infected take place mm. in America. They're all set in the US. And I know, everybody's, right? everybody's got guns, or most people have guns. In fact, one of my favorite things about the start of this show, the sort of panic on the first episode, is there isn't just like there is in normally in shows. Every, suddenly, no one's pulling guns from everywhere. Everyone's just running. Just um, running. Exactly. I think that's a very sort of more. Sort of primal reaction to if to that kind of a situation, but obviously in the UK we don't we don't really have guns. I mean, mm. so you you kind of I would love to see more in other in other would, countries. I mean, in other countries would be really cool. Um, well, 20, 28 days later and twenty eight weeks, and I twenty I think twenty eight years is going to be the next one. I'm sure, whatever, but um, or months, excuse me. Uh, that's UK, but um, yeah, yeah, it's a different vibe, and obviously those infected are very different from last of us infected but it's funny yeah as you said there's like 50 million spin-offs now and i'm exaggerating there's like three or four but yeah there's daryl dixon there's new world but they're all in the u.s and it's so funny it's like hopefully the last of us if it does spin off that it can be this opportunity that say um the amazing director the bosnian director of episode five i think it was or yeah yeah she with jackson i just immediately got a sense of such a unique voice as as a director and and what i want to read later is this is you and me catching up in a year or so and we read the deadline article and i'm spamming you in the patreon i'm like it happened it happened the thing we talked about a year ago it happened which is that someone not related to last of us not to, related to naughty dog gets pulled in to making this maybe uh, i think her name's jamila and she says, wow, I come from Bosnia. Could we? And she started maybe thinking, because she's done films in Bosnia about Bosnia. Could we do a series of like what happened in Bosnia? Some like somewhere completely atypical that you never see anything about, like not Russia, not even China, just somewhere where it's yeah, like, somewhere like off that the grid. brand new characters, but set in the world of The Last of Us and then to come full circle for that series to be adapted into a game you know what That'd i mean cool. i mean it's an open premise you know go ahead yeah i mean the one that I'm, I've, I've always been waiting for and i think i'll still be waiting for forever if one of my favorite bits of sort of zombie fiction is um world war z the, the original book yeah the book by mm. max brooks which is which is really good um and obviously there is a film called world war z that is not really anything like the book at all mm. Um, but um, I think anyone who's read that book is saying it cries out for a HBO sort of miniseries. Oh, does it? Okay. Um, yeah, because it's all set in, they're all sort of small stories set within the world. Um, mm. 
and there's lots of different and it does it goes all around the world different countries different things and most of them are self-contained so you have this sort of chapter on this one character and then it goes away and you don't really hear from that character again so it's very it'd be very it would work really well for that kind of a series because you could imagine hbo doing a series say in the last of us where each episode mm-hmm. is just self-contained and you can do really cool things with that thing because they don't have to have a you know you don't have to have a happy ending or you don't have to have exactly. you know it can just be um yeah, the story about the guy in, you know, Bosnia or, yeah. you know, they, they could really be, you know, I know that um, Neil and um, Craig, Craig are quite protective yeah. over the narrative and don't want to deviate from it. Um, hmm. Whether that was yeah. protecting the source material in the, what the, I think what they really want to do is tell the, the story from The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they will, maybe they'll change their mind in the future. I mean, I'm, Mm. if it's a good enough series and that's what he's always said he's saying this about part three he's like i'll only continue it if there's a worthwhile enough story and when he said that about part two and he and he has this policy like i'll only permit a remake or permit a adaptation if it is if it deserves to exist and andrew would that it were the case not the exception like the standard that a story was only ever told if it deserved to exist and i haven't seen it but I'm hazard. I will hazard that Antiman Quantumania. I don't think that needed to exist. So many things. <laughs> I love Paul. I really do. And uh, but there's a there's a distinction between product and art for me. Very clear distinction. And uh, unless you take the Denis Villeneuve approach, we have the Dune podcast. He's talked about it. The art as commerce approach, which is do the thing well as an art form, then it deserves to exist as a big just giant kind of you know uh yeah dune you know last of us is huge but dune is like this formative thing and and so the big there's a risk you're right as a the bigger the name the likelier and and more protective you have to become over the franchisization and the oversaturation and the cash cow efficacy you know yeah so yeah 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 yeah. i think you know well this isn't a the Walking Dead podcast, but um, I think that that is one of the big things about The Walking oh. Dead. It got too carried away with um, the milking the yeah milking Andrew the franchise. They Andrew, they killed Santa. Andrew, they killed Santa. That's why I can't watch that show anymore. Coral, I can't watch it anymore. Coral. <laughs> well, like, well, exactly. You know, they, they yeah. If, if we do ever do a deep dive into that, there's some really interesting. Ooh. Speaking, I agree. Speaking of interesting, first of all, Mark chiming in uh, here in the South, we would definitely hold our own a lot better. I don't doubt that. That's just the vibe I'm getting. What would the big qualifications to exist? Well, ultimately, Mark, beloved Mark, it is subjective, clearly. But that being said, it's totally not subjective. And I'm being subjective by saying that. So bear with me. Um, I think there's a such a dude, Mark. Uh, Andy, there's such a distinction for me. It's so clearly obvious, like, if something has to exist. For example, like, and I love Resurrections, but I think it it didn't necessarily have to exist. I think, you know, Lana could have written just a big kind of manifesto about how Hollywood's destroying itself and with these remakes and stuff, and that could have just been an article. So it didn't have to exist as a film. Uh, This Last of Us adaptation uh, Mark, I think it's a thing of quality. I think it's a thing of a gut feeling of like, that's why it should exist. If I'm going, Andy, like, I don't know if you've seen this latest Ant-Man or if a recent MCU film or whatever franchise film has made you go, eh, 
it's all right. If it makes you say, eh, it's all right, it ten to one it didn't really deserve and have to be made. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, I think so that's my wrong. feeling with the yeah, sorry. No, I was just saying Mark is wrong. I was saying Mark is wrong. Andy's my best friend. Friendship over with Mark. No, I love Mark. You're amazing. And thank you for the really, really worthwhile question, actually. It is. It's really interesting, though, because I have a really different take on films to one of my best friends. We talk about films a lot. Um, And I can watch things like the, um, the latest Jurassic Parks and go, does that, doesn't, Oh, Dominion. Oh, don't get me started. Or, 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 or you know, or the, um, the Independence Day resurgence. And I'm just like, it just it's a, it's a, it doesn't need to exist. And, but, you know, my friend's one of these people that loves to go and watch a film, watch a cheesy action that, film and switch that. off. And that's perfect for him. And it's, but it's not what I, I don't have a lot of time, I guess. Now. So if I want to watch, if I watch something, I really want to sit down and watch something that's going to make me think or make me, mm. yeah, I like to be, I like to be thinking about something you know, a yeah. day after I've watched it, you know, that's the great thing about The Last of Us. I think every single episode has had a moment that you're constantly thinking back to. And, you know, there's been a few of them that I've gone back and rewatched certain bits just to watch that, that one, that one scene. Um, yeah. I mean, protein, you know, uh, Go Little Toto shouts out to the Pacific Rim podcast in July. We're going to have the 10 year anniversary. It's great. One of Guillermo del Toro's refrains is, eye protein he doesn't like eye candy he likes eye protein which is <laughs> which is something that it's visually astounding beautiful but has layers that you can appreciate to that that are there you know that doesn't yeah. just register as just product 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 and gareth edwards your countryman making amazing films with uh, you know rogue one he did that there godzilla which there wouldn't be a monster verse without him his thing was Go into this as just watching monsters fight. That's great. In the meantime, underneath the surface, it is an allegory for Hiroshima, allegory for, you know, what happened to the Japanese and and this, uh, you know, beautiful force of nature, which I, to tie it back to Last of Us, really, really can't wait for the Apple TV uh, Monsterverse show to basically say, I, I'm waiting for them, Andrew. I want them to say, we're going to go the Chernobyl approach you barely see the Titans. It's just about the human drama and it's Monarch, but done with the Chernobyl team. And yeah, actually, let's speak to that. Uh, after this, and maybe after really, really good movies, do you have a moment of like, oh man, I I, I can't watch this next thing? Or if you're watching another thing that isn't clearly as, as high quality, do you, do you feel mournful? Do you feel sad like I do sometimes? Uh, yeah, Andy? absolutely. Yeah. Um one of those things you get to the end of yeah especially when it's like you know it, it, even 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 something simple like the walking dead which which is not a masterpiece of sort of cinema by any stretch of the imagination but you, you get to the end of it you know that was, it was 11 seasons of you know basically yeah. 12 seasons because they made the, ex, the last season extra long and you get to the end of it and you just you, there is always a moment of well you know that's technically it that's it that's done um which always always gives you a bit of a moment of reflection but you know when things do it really well it's mm. it's a different level entirely i think i think um i'm trying to think of a good recent example but um the one that would always come to me when i was a teenager was sort of the lord of the rings you know you get to the end of the third film of lord of the rings and then it, and it really just 
nails in that's the end of that story you know and you you just left with you've been on this amazing adventure with these characters and been through all this stuff and then you say goodbye and they're gone and you know and you're like ah oh. <laughs> um i don't know where you know and you just you want more you just want i want to see more I, I i would quite happily watch an entire film on just what sam does after you know just watching sam yeah. you know it's just or um it was just you just want to you just love the characters and you love the world yeah. and um and that and, and the last of us is definitely going to be one of those you know it doesn't nice. need if if they told us that you know this is one season they're not doing the second part two, oh yeah doing anything you, it. it's that's it it's yeah yeah. Um, but there's a lot. I'm, I'm sort of, I'm excited about the next two episodes. I'm a little bit um, anxious in a way because there's so much they're going to cram into those episodes, and I'm assuming they're still going to be an hour long I'm, max. Thank you for saying that because it is true that in terms of the narrative of the game and how much it has still left to be told. I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have the episode titles here. Are you the sort of person who likes to know episode titles ahead of time, or you like to sort of stay spoiler free? No, I've, I've no, kept I've, up. I've kept up. We've known for, known uh, for uh, uh, this is going to be left behind. Be left behind. So we knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the okay. other ones, I'm not. I've not seen any ones after to this, after number seven. Actually, I've not looked for a while. Okay. Well, um, I've been this one thing, the benefit of the topic network is because I'm bouncing between the shows a lot. I don't have a lot of, I literally don't have time to be spoiled because I'll jump on <laughs> the last of us. And then there's other things to do. And I just, I'm not part of the last of us echo chamber. I just experience the art process it, enjoy it. And then I disappear. So I don't stick around to be spoiled for future things. Uh, but we, we do know, and you know, Troy uh, Baker, um, you know, uh, posted this again, public. So, not technically a spoiler by the definition of like, hey, you shouldn't have published this or whatever. But yeah, uh, when we are in need is the next uh, episode, which I'll be recording very soon. Uh, in actually, no, this is Wednesday. Sometimes I confuse Wednesdays with Mondays. But yeah, we'll be recording the full blown like super deep dive uh, of Left Behind, which uh, one tempt that I'm I am kind of tempted if we want to do a shot like. Just like shots, like we'll just go through each of these episodes super quickly going. Do you want to start at the start or do you want to go work your way backwards? Just I'm, I think there's a couple of riffs, a couple of Andy S riffs. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, we can go. We can go from the start if you want. I mean, let's do it. All right. What was your number one moment in When You're Lost in the Darkness? Come on. Um... I would. It was probably the um, the the scene between the escape from the house to um, you know Sarah's Sarah's death. I think that was Dude. perfectly done. Um, I've 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 heard a few discussions where people are talking about the best episode, and and, and I think the best oh, episode okay. so far is number one. And the reason why I say that is because I think number three, yeah, episode three is a masterpiece, yeah. and um, uh -huh. episode five has an amazing sort of end set piece. You know, it's but number one, I think just caught it did everything perfectly. It it, mm. it needed to be, it needed to be perfect in the sense that it needed to get new people on board. It needed to get people who played the game on board. It needed to hit all the right notes and it just oh, yeah. and, it, and it added added some new things you know it kind of there was a lot of um nods to the uh to the fans of the games it was yeah 
it really it was I just thought it was a it was a really good setup and uh yeah and yeah and, and the um this yeah the the cold open was just so completely great. unexpected mm-hmm. and and absolutely just but you know what setting. let me tell you this about um John Hanna he should not have read from the book just saying you know if you know shouts out to the uh, yeah I know <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest. It was only after I listened to the podcast afterwards that I realised it was John Hanna. It completely. Oh fit. really? Yeah, I didn't even know, I didn't even recognise him. But yeah, John Hanna, what a great actor. Well, when Brendan wins the Oscar for the Whale, which he will, we are going to do a commemorative episode of. And you know, you know what is that meme that the kids use, Andrew? You know, I got to do it. You know, I had to do it. Which is uh, if you go Instagram.com/slash Mummy Podcasts. Don't worry. We're going to have some fun on that one. We're not going to talk about the Scorpion King, though. Um, That is is in progress, folks. And we are literally, that's me just waiting for, because he's on this big Fraser stance, you know? Uh, Who knows? Maybe Brendan Fraser could show up in season two of The Last of Us. I'm already thinking he could, how, okay, randomly. I like just throwing things out there. He plays a Seraphite cultist leader, Brendan Fraser. Boom. If I'm right, who knows? I think I, I think I think the uh, the sort of fandom universe would implode if you. If, oh, if uh, I was right, Brendan Fraser. Oh, I mean, I love Brendan Fraser. I've loved him. He's amazing. He's he's, he's one of those people. I think I don't, I don't know anybody that isn't sort of on his side and backing him. He's a I think he's yeah. He's just there's nothing about him that makes me think he's anything other than reason. Andrew, Andrew, thank you for jumping on the Topic Network. I really love the fact that you spent time with us. You're amazing. He's just the warmest guy. And uh, I hope to, and he is, I'm serious, but he is the kind of guy who would jump on the network. Uh, I, I was like, as then I would speak with him and you could like co-interview him with me. I swear, if I reach out to his people, he'd be like, sure, I'm happy to do that. Such a cool <laughs> guy. George of the Jungle. Um, but I wanted to quickly flash this. Speaking of Topic Network, yes, I've just added you, Michael Bates, stealthily and behind the scenes. Yes, you're there. Who is, uh, yeah, we're going to bring him on. We got Andy. Again, one thing that now Andy has as a Patreon legend is, um, yo, you got, I think, seven shows a month you can join. I tend to just be really vibey with it anyway. So it's like, even if you've been on seven, I'll be like, dude, we have, we have to talk about this. So I'll, I'll end up just like reaching through your email. And uh, that works for you, right? To get the codes via email and stuff. Like, yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I loved being able to kind of shift that. And because uh, it was a thing where I would initially send them just to the patron. But then if they just, if I just send them to you directly. But yeah, it's just a fun time. And I think Andy right here, that's the whole vibe. It's like if you have a spare mo. If you're vibing with podcasts and haven't really jumped on, don't really know how to get, you know, all that sort of stuff. I love being that, like, people who want to try out what podcasting is like as well. Clearly, dude, I really, really feel this, that as someone who, again, when the kids are away or whatever, when you have that spare time to just riff and hang out with people, because I can imagine, not a, not a dad yet, hopefully one day, but I can imagine those, those spare moments of time. If I was a dad, I'd be like, well... Uh, Okay, what's a really time efficient way? Because you can switch this off anytime. We don't have to do the whole like, I'll drive over to the friend's house. It's very practical in terms of a socializing thing. Like you can immediately, if the kid, you know, if you need to 
peel off. I'm always super vibey with that. And uh, I can really, I could really see something like this, maybe riffing, like vibing with, with the Andrews of the world from that point of view. And uh, I'm also a massive introvert. So if I was on the other side and like thinking of joining a place like this, I would feel really reassured that it's like, yeah, I can join. Well, but even if I decide not to, then I don't have to be a go ahead. That's it. Yeah, no, no, same. You know, this is what's weird. I'm, I've always been extremely shy. I'm not really, oh, I'm not an extrovert. I've always been quite introverted. It's weird that, um, fortunately, the job that I've done have allowed me to sort of be a little bit more, get get a bit of a game face on. I mean, I do presentations and I do meetings and I lead, I've led things like that. And so, so I've kind of got the hang of talking, knowing that people are listening, which I'm still not good at but um good at it it's dude. um I'm, I'm here telling you that it's something Can't that i enjoy mm-hmm. it's yeah. it, it i think it's really liberating actually to be able to go and do that to know that you've got that in your sort of wheelhouse to be able to just go okay normally because i i'm i'm the kind of person i could sit at a party and i won't say a word to anybody and and, and, and not only that, that <laughs> um and i'm also okay with that as well like i'm not yeah. a you know i don't need to yeah, i don't man. like being forced into a social situation or feeling like I'm forced to do something, but I, I it's mm. really cool to be able to just talk and um, yeah, man, you know, just hang out. It's uh, no, it's it's really good, and again, that's why I really like this show. You know, you've got it's, it's great listening to different people, and you know, you've got um, you know Julia and Franco and everybody that I've listened to, and you're like, it's really cool, and I really want to, I, you know I, I listen to the podcast a lot when I go to the gym, and I'm like I just I just I'm, I'm just thinking what I would be trying to add to this conversation, you know. And and I love that because I want you to have that now. You can even listen back to this. So shouts out to Andy later in the gym. Keep going, Andy. This is me cheering you on as you're listening back to the episode. Cheer, keep put three more, five more. You can do it. I believe in you. Um, okay. To actually, speaking of, because you're a gift and I consider you that because it's so great. To, again, we're meeting for the first time, folks, by the way. Andy and I, we've riffed uh, in, you know, text form and stuff yeah, like that. It's like we've known each other for a long while, but really. For a long just... time. But now I can tell you, I can confirm this dude is the real deal. So you get one of these right now. So let's do it. And it's time to give you your gift. Uh Look, it's totally optional, uh, but occasionally with just how many, you know, legs we have through doors or whatever with with, with Topic Network, um, certain opportunities sometimes come up and you've been so patient and kind and awesome and rad. We have an, a recording now. I don't know how it would work with your schedule, but I figured not just to kind of surprise you on the show because I said I had a gift for you. Um, but also as a preview for like people maybe thinking of joining, we have the normal thing is just us hanging out as a community, but just through simple like proximity, I tend to make connections with the creators themselves. So uh, it's not Last of Us, but it is. Are you a Star Wars guy? Imagine if imagine if you're not a Star Wars guy. My God, <laughs> are you? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I love Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. I've excellent, absolutely excellent. I think then you'll be very pleased to know. That if you can make it again, we'll figure out the time zones. But um, uh, Daniel Basuti, who's a uh, who plays Freya in God of War, she is such a gem, such a sweetheart, and uh, we are starting a sub series with her, where she'll be um, jumping on after every Mandalorian and talking and riffing and giving her thoughts. Uh, but I always love to co-host with someone. 
So I'll send you the deets. It's 6 p.m. Texas time. So 6 p.m. Tex uh, Texas time to BST. And if I had a drum roll, I would start playing it now. There's a lot of people wondering, oh, is Andrew going to get to speak to Danielle? To BST. Let's see. Can you join me at 1 a.m.? <laughs> is that possible? Or are, are you straight up not a night owl? Or would you consider and would that be possible for you to join us? Or something like that. I mean, it could be doable. Um, it definitely okay. is possible, depending. I'd, um... All right, we'll explore it. Let's see what I can do, yeah. Yeah, all right, all right. Well, applause for just the possibility of it. I love that. You want that? And so there's my little surprise to you there, buddy. So there's my, uh, why am I showing these things? But anyway, yeah. So shouts out to Danielle and Andrew, possibly at some point connecting. But here's the thing that you're going to answer unequivocally. Uh, yes, Albert. Oh, my God. Of course, I will do that is Andrew. And let's actually, I'm actually going to bring it up now. And I don't care if you can see it because now, by now, everyone knows that I'm looking up this stuff on YouTube. I don't have a soundboard yet, but we are going to go drum roll. Thank you, Andrew. I want to know what is, uh, what's like your number one franchise ever? And don't think about it. What is it? What do you love the most? That was. Um... Of us okay. walking dead. I, I, the first thing that came to my head was um, Lord of the Rings. I mean, if you call that a franchise. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but I because because it, I don't know what name it goes by, but I mean, obviously the the, the trilogy, um, the uh, the books. I've read all the books, all of Tolkien. <laughs> okay, so we're talking we're talking Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think so. All right. There's no symbol at the end. What the hell kind of soundbite was that? All right, I'll have to do it myself. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, well, um, on that front, dude, uh, and because, yeah, we're just openly riffing now. It's the first time I'm hanging out with Andrew. Anyone complaining that we're not sticking to The Last of Us, I'm hanging out with a new friend, so, like, bite me. But bite me in The Last of Us way, where I become an infected. Aha, see, not an insult. Not an insult. Um, but, yeah, dude, come and join us on The Last of Us, on the Lord of the Rings podcast, the other tl something series uh because we at one point spoke to this lovely lady uh she is um she played the lady of fire yes that's right herself really really cool lady bridie sisson was on the show so we know these people are probably between takes filming in your own home country where they're filming season two so i'll be hitting you up to maybe co-host some of that with me so let's yeah, see I what do you reckon yeah, okay. I could probably do that. I, I love it. Look I uh, all right. I love that. And I love you. Fantastic. Uh, thanks to my young kids being huge into dinosaurs. I'm mum's British and I always she always does the accents and I love the different British accents. Um, and I torture my fiance. She is like, can you please stop trying to be Sean being around the house? Can you please, <laughs> please stop? Big into dinosaurs, I'm able to enjoy the new Jurassic World films. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, there are certain aspects of Dominion. I love the Giga. Like, he's such a visually... As soon as I saw the Giga, I was like, what am I? This is Don Bluth, you know, Land Before Time. Such a strong visual. 
but but Mark, I have to like them. And and Andy, I want to open you up to this. I think how the Andes and the Alberts and maybe even the Marks of the world is we survive through cherry picking, don't we? Like we sift through and say, oh, I like a bit of that, like a bit of that. You don't seem like a very kind of rage, ragey kind of person. I think you can find and sift and appreciate things you like. You don't just yeah. write things off completely, do exactly. You know. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that though. Definitely, like having your kids into something really changes. Uh you know, yeah. your outlook on something. So, you know, I mean, I've got my, I've got two girls, so, you know, they're very big into everything from love it. princesses to, yeah, they've gone through dinosaurs. They, they love it. They love all this stuff. And it's, um, and, you know, of course, the, 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 the world's greatest export from Australia is Bluey. So. Oh, get out of here, Bluey. Absolutely love Bluey. And <laughs> so, very cool. Well, you know what? Um, you know, kids. It's nice to be able to. If if you can find something with you, that your children will watch that you can enjoy mm-hmm. as well, it's it, it's gold dust. It's magic. So that is like you know, it's it's just perfect. And, and I'm one of these people as well that um, my daughters are quite. One of my oldest daughter, especially, is very uh, into sort of method acting role play. So you know, if we're playing a game with Disney princesses, you have to be that character. You've got to be. You know, she will nice. stop you and say, no, 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 no. That's not that's not that's not what <laughs> would do. That's not what that's she would say. So, you know, I have to get I have to get really into the I have to be very um knowledgeable. So Well you know what? Oh, sorry to interrupt. All I was going to say is if you uh if they end up enjoying the Little Mermaid, because I know they're going to drag you to that. It's coming out in May. And you want to jump on because we have the Disney podcast again. Why didn't Disney, Andrew, why didn't Disney grab that URL? Now I have it. Some random in Canberra. I have Disney podcast on Instagram. Ha. Huh. But if you felt, if they felt like it, it would be so adorable. We had this little kid jump on for the Avatar podcast. She was such a, she was more knowledgeable than me. She, uh, Maya, I think her name was. And she kept talking, giving me all these information and, and bits and bobs. I always find that energy so like heartening so you and obviously mark is also father in the comments here and uh i get i'm whatever the male equivalent of clucky is anyway so i'm i'm, I'm stoked for you guys as dads and, and and i can't wait to be one myself i think it would be a fun time you know showing them stuff and i think that'd be fun but not the last of us a bit too scary that one no, no. um yeah I'm, I'm waiting for the days where i can show my girls Star Wars and uh, Lord oh, yeah. of the Rings and things like that, and Harry, even just Harry Potter. They've not got to Harry Potter yet, so oh yeah, you know, oh, not quite. God. You just Harry Potter exactly. But speaking, I mean, this beards and Harry Potter. But you just made me. I think I found somewhat. I mean, I think I found you at like I don't know how old he is. He's aging really well. But John Howe, you have you are beard bros with John Howe. <laughs> say it right now. There you are. That's him. Oaks. Found him. <laughs> there he is. Nice to. Yeah, I like age, 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 aging gracefully. That'd be really that'd be really nice. Um It would be. I think I think, I I think at the minute I'm just aging. I think the children. I mean the the the, the bit the look between my um LinkedIn profile picture and me now is just six years of children. I think that's what that's what's done that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's well, different. You know, what's funny is, um, and I maybe, you know, again, Mark in the comments can talk about this too, but uh, there's something that just feels really 
you know, and Last of Us actually covers this too in a way, is how much we give ourselves to our kids, you know, and um, and especially when you love them a lot, like it it takes a lot out of you. I can imagine, especially because of the amount of time you invest and and spend with them. And there's that great line where it's like, you look like, you know, you still look still young. Tommy hasn't had kids yet, you know, and certainly the approach that Joel has taken. Not not that like kids kids obligatorily have to age you, whatever. But the vibe that I get is they like as you give to them your energy to raise them, they give you their like youth in a way and like this this inspiring thing of rediscovering things again. So it, it is actually a fair exchange. So that's how I plan on rationalizing to my fiance when it's going to be like, oh, my God, they're taking so much from us. But then I'd be like, baby, they're giving so much back as well. They're giving us. Absolutely. Back. It is. And that's why that, that that's part of having children that you can't really um, you can't really explain to somebody who's not got kids. You know, I'm, I I you know, I talking to my colleagues at work and it's like, oh, you know, we were up till 2 a.m. because my daughter was ill. And then, you know, they yeah. get up of some children being children, they, they take till two or two to get to sleep and then they're up at five and then they're doing this. And they're just like, oh, this is this is why I don't have kids. It's like, yeah, I know. But I can't really explain to you what's great about this, like why it's why it's so rewarding and why really, really simple little things are really rewarding, you know. Yeah, dude. it's. It's it is it's a different, but um. Oh, yeah, sorry. So I, I, I just wanted to say you reminded me of this one YouTuber who said that he chose to have a kid based on The Last of Us. I just wanted to back you up there. He wow. he watched The Last of Us and he starts the video essay like, "I this is why I have a daughter. I saw Last of Us. I was never going to be a parent. Played Last of Us, and then I decided then and there that I wanted to be a dad." So, well, um, I feel like yeah, I, I I do think. I mean, it's definitely emotional, but it's particularly the scene. Um, with Sarah both in the game and in the show it, it definitely hits differently if you've got kids I think I think you can really there's, there's definitely something there that I think it, it gives it to you it's your worst nightmare isn't it and and I think with Joel you know Joel's whole thing is about the fa that that failure and I think the, I think the, the series does that mm. I, I don't know if they say better than the game but it certainly makes it you know Pedro's really good at just making that really obvious that yeah, you know, all of this is from the failure of not being able to protect Sarah. So, mm. um, you know, we're gonna have. I don't have a drum roll here, but I'm gonna. I'm typing. Does Pedro Pascal have kids? He has no kids, dude. This wow. guy, knows how, he knows how to dad it up, something fierce. But dude has not had. I did not know that until now. So, isn't that crazy? You can just uh, embody that dad energy, you know. It's just just unreal yeah he's an unreal actor and unreal dude yeah i mean you do well, the dude. characters he's played the difference between oh my god Joel and uh you know mando and then oberin martell in game of thrones are the three that i really remember him from and <laughs> completely different after, characters one of the takes actually after killing sarah he completely switched he says you shot her you murdered her no. <laughs> no such a good scene though and you know there was a shot of i could dig through but we're coming up to the hour so but anyway one point i'll share you with you it was pedro after and it was a compilation of like here's all the game of thrones actors who died after the characters have died and it showed pedro like he looked super dejected kind of joel like like he looked a bit like uh you know over it uh on a train like somewhere but my god i mean if that isn't the best agent in hollywood like what is going on with who the hell is 
Let's give a random applause to who is Pedro Pascal's <laughs> agent. Yeah, I no wonder it's a known search term. Yo, uh, okay, uh, damn. Ah, oh, Brandon Liebman, Miles Gidaly. Hey, Gidaly. <laughs> and Brian DePersia. Well, shouts out to all, Jesus, all three of you. There you go. I think well, they're making having... money's yeah. worth at the moment. I mean, they're really making the. Yeah. I mean. Indeed. Oh, hold on. Look at Mark getting saucy. If The Last of Us makes you want to have kids, you need to reevaluate life. It was yeah, a... that's, Mark, that's I'll... an interesting reaction. I'll send you. I'll send you the video. Your heart will melt as well. Believe me, I think I didn't do it justice. It's. It was very sweet. Um, and here's the thing. It's not. You know what I suspected at Mark while I was reading it, and maybe, uh, you know, um, you can you can comment on this too, Andy. Is clearly it wasn't the game entirely on its own doing it. No, it it just it it catalyzed the awakening of something deep down. Because you don't make these. You should never really ever make such big decisions based on a game no i think something was percolating and then it like the game tipped him over so but i, I star of the chat mark his role in wonder woman is uh to alastar i i only know about it through here so i haven't seen it so um but actually speaking of uh interesting appearances in things um in this next episode again i mentioned it earlier but troy baker who plays joel in the games he's appearing as his own you know i suspect to be i mean obviously three two one spoilers but i think he's going to be a cannibal frankly I, he's got cannibal vibes from what i've seen so i think he's one of the the cadre of yeah there's no so. yeah, yeah exactly yeah that's the vibe um, i get i think um is he playing James? I think the hint is that he's playing James, yeah, James. who's a sort of right-hand man. Um, I think a lot Jim. of people are hoping that he would play the, the guy that, um, yeah, you know, big game spoilers, but um, the, uh, the the guy that uh, Joel tortures to try and get information on where they might have they might Ooh. be and take it, which would be an amazing scene because it's Joel torturing Joel. Joel and... Torturing Joel, it would be. I don't um, know how I feel about that, but I guess I could I could learn to love it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What but if? It, but the, it, no, yeah, go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, how just cool is it though that they've managed to fit in the original voice actors into the so nice into the show? It's so clever. It's just such a you know. It, it just shows so much honor and you know, so much sort of like yeah. you know respect for the source material. I mean, you know, Neil knows and Bruce as well. I like to kind of say Neil and Bruce because they did co-create it. Bruce has stepped. I don't know what the things behind the scenes are, but yesterday he's doing his thing. Neil. I think singularly credited whatever i'm sure it's all pretty vibey behind the scenes but there was that one headline but anyway yeah the creators you know of the last of us they know that they're indebted to to troy and and um and yeah to 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 jeremy and 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 it will be interesting to see if ashley pops up she still hasn't i mean i don't know if there's some secret because joel's appearing so where's where's that there ashley maybe she'll appear and maybe are you ready dude hot take she plays abby Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she appears in one of the trailers. There's a scene, oh, really? so the, the hint is that she is, um, she'll appear in a um, flashback as Ellie's mum. Really? That was that was my takeaway from it. Yeah, in in the original sort of uh, promotional trailer, there's a picture of her, and I'm sure it's her holding a baby. So that's kind of the 
Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Amazing. I was too slow on the meme, but um, oh really? This is I'm the one guy in 2023 using the O'Reilly meme, Andrew. Oh, really? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, it's been vibey. It's, we're already past the hour. Have you have you been having fun? It's it's been kind of you know off the rails, but in a fun way. Hopefully. Have yeah, been it's been really it? good. It's been really enjoyable. You know, it's good to just chat. It was um. In the end. I was really looking forward to just being able to, whether it was on air or off air, just just to actually chat and properly talk and Ooh, get to know each other. That would be really cool. So, that was, yeah. So we've we've not done too much the last of us chat, but that's cool. We can hopefully save that for a. Oh well, now we have figured out the system now. So they're going to be. Oh man, I always tried to find the alliteration, but so these are Wednesdays, right? Uh, sm dude, Smallwood Wednesdays, S small small Wednesdays. I'll figure <laughs> it out. Leave it with me. Leave it with me. I'm pretty good at these, though. Um, we've had Mushroom Mondays for Mando. <laughs> so Mushroom Mondays, then Wars Wednesdays, and then we'll have Succession Sundays soon. And because of Ted Lasso, we'll have Theodore Thursdays. Yeah, what are you going to do? Come on. But, um, yeah, we should do I mean, it'd be really good to get some yeah. people into these conversations. Oh, it will be. Really Excellent. As a, you know, and, and Mark, I should I should have invited you earlier. If you're up, dude. You can jump in anytime. Any of the Patreon people who jump in in the comments of the show, I immediately just send you the invite. And oftentimes I'll just, especially if we have like a handful, it's just you and I, I think Mark is one of the person here. Again, we're still getting started. We don't all have 2,000 subscribers, Mark. <laughs> it's all right. I'll get there. I'll get there. Give me time. Patience, puppy. Let me let me start the nanny podcast. That's when it's going to work. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I do love the nanny, though. What's your comfort show, Andrew? What do you like to just watch an old episode of? Just chuck it on. Don't even think um, about it. My ultimate is um, Scrubs. Dude, I can't do this all on my own. I'm no Superman. I can't do it. <laughs> I fucking love Scrubs, dude. We have the whole series. And who's your favorite Scrubs character? Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely. Character to watch is uh, Ted. Absolutely, Dude. Ted. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just love J Turk and JD's like complete bromance. When oh, it's yeah, it's, it is perfect. Awesome. So good. But yeah, I, I, I mean, for side, I mean, it's just, it's just. Come on, I can't, I can't. It's too. We haven't got enough time to talk about scrubs now. But um... oh well, you know what? There's always time. But actually, you're right. Uh, thank you. Actually, see now, Andrew is being a good friend, uh, not just a patron, but a legitimate, bona fide co-host. <laughs> there you go. I love how it cuts out. It's just really effective. <laughs> it just stops dead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll get soundbitey down the line. But dude. This has been so cool, um, and I, I seriously can't wait. Hey, if you want to do next Wednesday, same time, dude, right? Like, if this works, whatever. Like, let's do it. Jump on, and it can be it's, a thing. Um, hey. I, my work rotor kind of changes, but generally oh. I can do okay. days in the week. I mean, Friday is perfect because I don't really have that okay. much on on a Friday. But, but, but we can work it out because it's quite – because I work from home, it's flexible generally. Um, there's usually some space at some point in the week. It's uh, mm -hmm. how about I surprise you? How about I surprise you with these scrubs? Oh, we got a little bit of lag and delay. Sorry, I cut you off. I bad. Sorry, dude. I feel bad. No, no, no. It's fine. You were okay. I think I'd finished. Right. So, so, so.
Here in Australia, we say soz instead of sorry. Soz, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Uh, I will surprise you with the artwork for the Scrubs podcast. How about that? Yeah, that. that'd be cool. That'd be that'd be yeah. really cool to do. Um, and there's a great yeah. You've got even more to talk about if you if you've listened to the uh, Scrubs podcast done by. Oh. Uh, there's gonna be Zach and Donald uh, have got their you know their fake doctors real friends which I listen to quite a bit. I mean that's that's a very similar sort of podcast to, and I love that and, and and this is very similar to that because they come oh, on cool. and they, they talk about an episode but they don't really they, they they talk about the episode but they talk about everything else in between everything else love it's it just friends talking that's, yeah that's what makes it funny you know because they're two naturally really funny guys but um dude yeah let's okay I'll invite them to our rando scrubs podcast let's do it meanwhile <laughs> this just premiered I just designed this the other day so I am really excited about this upcoming continuation. It's a live action thing they're going to do. It's going to be like a sequel to the Pokemon. Um, yeah, like the uh, the Detective Pikachu. That's going to be fun. So I always love putting together the artwork. And so you'll see something similar for Scrubs. And uh, name. I Okay. All right. As a bit of a random kind of levity note, I'm just going to type this, Andrew. I don't know what, no, do not know what the internet's going to do. The Last of Us. Pokemon. We're gonna see what the internet spits out. Okay, it could be terrifying. It could be adorable. Uh, are you ready? Uh, uh, do I have the drum roll? I'll do the drum roll. You are so patient, and I hope you don't think I'm taking advantage of that because it's really fun to hang out and share new things with you. Is that? Are you? You're down? You having fun? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's see. All right. Enough of that. And there's such a delay between me. Like, okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, have a good day, everybody. <laughs> That's the last of us Pokemon. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, and end the episode with a chuckle for such a completely gut gut wrenchingly like serious series, but. Not without its moments of levity, which I appreciate, you know. Ellie, again, killing it. Yo, okay, Andy, everybody in the chat, I want you to go over to Andy's. Can I spam some, like, see people working? They can find you if they want to say hi to you. Do you do you like to be known as that or Instagram, Twitter or whatever? So I'm sure um, a lot of people just became Andrew fans throughout the episode. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really have anything, so that's it. So, oh. Um, I'm, oh. I'm, you know, apart from... Um, a few things like Reddit and that I don't really have any. And what what I, what 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 would be really cool is um, obviously we spoke in the past. We spoke before, and you know one of my passions is obviously I work with my job is with flooding, but my biggest passion is yep. climate change and climate action and and, and the environment and things like that. So um, if we do want to do shout outs, I'm happy to do it. But I think the best thing would be if I I would really like to do shout outs for other people and other causes that I think are worthwhile. That'd be amazing because there's so many good things out there that if people are interested in. Um, this is the future co-host of the Environment Podcast. I've got a stub out there waiting for that to activate. We've we've started with uh, well-being. That's 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 up and running. But I mean, I think be- I've found my co-host for the Environment Podcast just to kind of discuss like. Yeah, it's a huge thing into to my heart as well. So that's waiting for you there, buddy. Let's do it. Yeah, that'd be really good. That'd be great. Um, fun times, dude. Dude. Yeah. 
so good to have you on so good to to riff with you we're gonna actually hang out a bit in the in the post show but uh i'm just gonna wave to the lovely mushies out there i don't know what we're calling people <laughs> who watch the show you've been wonderful i've been albert i almost said your name first you've been andy and uh 